Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope. Welcome to the Meet Hope Podcast. My name is Heather Mandela, and I am your host today. I am really excited because we are amping up. It is close to holiday time, one of my favorite times of the year. Um, And I have with us Gabby. Gabby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm Gabby Morielli. I am Andrew Barber, the worship leader's wife. I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, South Carolina, and Florida. So I'm working on the East Coast. Fantastic. Um, I am a mom to my beautiful miracle, Cassie Joy Mm. Barber, and I am passionate about mental health. Excellent. And that is why we're talking today, because we know that um, holidays can be a really tough time. Yeah. Right for, sure. for mental health, it, it just is really stressful. Yeah, um, and so we wanted to try and come up with some practical tips. And sometimes it's just about giving yourself permission, absolutely, to feel the way you feel. Yeah, feel you know, feelings. to admit absolutely. that it's hard and that it's all those kind of things. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk a bit about holidays in general. Okay. How do you feel about the holidays? So I love and loathe the holidays. <laughs> I would say it's really dialectic, which I'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, I love the lights. I love the fun, the uh, the tree lighting and the decorations and the presents and all of the things. And the music. I probably, if Andrew would let me, which he won't, <laughs> I would be listening to Christmas music in October. On our second date, I did play him Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC, and he stuck around. So I am really lucky. So I do I do really enjoy the holidays, and I also have a really tough relationship with the holidays at times, as I think mm. we all can, because the stressors, the pressures, mm-hmm. the expectations, the family who we love and is wonderful and can bring a lot of stuff up yeah. in all of us. So. Yeah. I love and loathe it. Yeah, I think that's a safe, (laughs) a really safe characterization. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love the holidays. And I can remember having a conversation with my, um, one of my girls when they were younger and, and them saying like, I, I love Christmas in particular, but it's over so fast. You know, it's all this prep and all this thought that goes into the planning and the decorating and the buying and the wrapping and the, and the hosting. And then in a blink of an eye, it's, over. it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what now? Yeah. You know, you've built this up into this huge event. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it can be, sometimes it can be a letdown. Yeah. And I think t- sometimes we forget too what all the holidays in general are about, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times it is about togetherness and mm-hmm. about celebrating, you know, Jesus or our like 
our worship or our um, relationship with God or whatever yeah. it can be or what he's done for us, whether it be yeah. him being born, him resurrecting, all the things, that just goes out the window. Yeah. But I think somehow if we, we can lost we it. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. So I think if we can sometimes somehow find a way to like weave it in, yeah. it can just like give us a little bit more peace throughout the season. Yeah. And um, my other daughter would tell you that Thanksgiving is actually her favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's partly the food, but I think yeah. it's also, uh, at least for her, Growing up years, it was when all the extended family could come in. So we that was always a big time for us to be able to come together and see family. And yeah. so she loved that. But that changes, yeah. right? So yeah. now families are our family. People are older. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's a different event yeah. um, than totally. it used to be. And it's fine and it's supposed to, but acknowledging those different seasons in life can be challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And that it's okay. It's okay. The challenges are okay. You know, and sometimes the more we roll with them, the easier things go. Let me tell you, um, we moved to paper plates (laughs) a few years ago and it made everything easier. And it sounds silly, but it's like, no, it's not about the China. It's not about the presentation. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. So yeah. holidays come mm-hmm. with cultural expectations. Totally. Yes. So many. So yes. Many. Right. Yes. And each family has their own expectations. Totally. How they've yeah. been raised, how you've been raised. And so it becomes all about unmet or met expectations. It's so hard. It's so hard. It really yeah. is. So talk to us a little bit about that. How can we maybe, what changes or what discussions can we be having in advance? I think, you know, just asking everyone maybe like, what are you hoping for out of this holiday? Mm -hmm. And then trying to have really honest conversations of like, that just might not happen and that's okay. And it's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't want to do X, Y, or Z, but this is where I'm at. And both parties may be coming to it with the defenses down. down. This is not me saying, I don't want to see you X, Y, and Z. This is me saying- Hey, I'm not able to do that because I work X amount of hours per week and I only have four days off over this holiday. This is what I can do. Yes. You know, and saying that even in that, to be gracious to that person who is saying, this is what I can do, because that might be a lot for that person, even if to you that feels so minimal. Yeah, I can remember us having to really wrestle with this when the kids were younger too and saying, what can we, we have one week, you know, and what can we possibly get done family-wise? Like where, who, how many people can we see? Where do we have to go? It was really hard. And we had to come to a place where we were like, we can't do this yeah. and be healthy. Right, 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 right. We know if we try to push and add travel or add, you know, three stops or whatever into our our vacation time, we're going to end up stressed and arguing and tense mm-hmm. and going back to work. Ugh feeling worse than when we left. Yes. Um, and it's okay. And yeah. now, I don't know, in your experience, how do other people react to boundary setting? So when you say we can't do that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how does that go? You know, I'd say it depends on the day, <laughs> right? Depends on the day, depends on the person. Yeah. Um, but boundaries are really, really a powerful tool in mental health. They can help us create 
relationships and cultivate relationships that are boundary aligned and values aligned so that both people can get their needs met in the relationship or when the needs aren't being met, there can be open, healthy communication. But boundaries aren't just time. They're also time, finances, your body, your Mm -hmm. choices. Boundaries can kind of exist across the spectrum. And I think when you're able to have people in your life who respect and honor your boundaries, you just have more authentic authentic, healthy relationships. Um, Acknowledging this is not going to be every relationship. That would be great. (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice? It would be so great. But I think being okay with the fact that some people are going to push back, but that doesn't mean your boundary is wrong. Yes. That just means you need to restate it. Right. Or you may need to step away. That doesn't mean forever. That doesn't mean we're saying cut anyone off. We're saying take, take a pause. Yes. Just say, okay. You know, they're not able to receive this right now. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That's hard, right? Especially if it's someone you love and care deeply for and want them to understand. Yeah. But we can't always force understanding on other people. Mm-hmm. So just saying, this is my boundary. I'm standing by this boundary. I can't say it any differently. I probably can't say it any nicer, but I'll try. But that's, sure. that's what it is. Yeah. And just being okay with that. And also, if you have the luxury of having a partner, kind of deciding what those boundaries look like together, together. I think is really important, especially during the holidays. Yeah, I love that. And I um, I loved what you said as well about um, asking what you would like out of this. Um, I look back at times in my life, seasons of my life, where um, there was conflict around planning. Um, or where we were going to, or when we were going, or how long, or whatever. And I think that asking the question of the other party, mm-hmm. what is it that you are hoping for? Mm-hmm. And then being able to say, well, do you want time where the whole family is together? Or is it all about a certain day? Right. Like it has to be on Thanksgiving, and all I care about is Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. Or is it, I don't care when, mm-hmm. I just want everybody in one place, right. you know? And right. so being able to articulate and, have those conversations, Mm -hmm. even for people who aren't necessarily comfortable thinking of things that way, you know, can be helpful because we can help them articulate, well, I guess it really isn't Thanksgiving day I'm worried about, right? you know, it's really X, Y, or Z that I want. Um, And then it's like, okay, now I can work with this, you know, we can get somewhere. Um, And they may not even know what they're hung up on. Totally. Without those questions. It's so key. It's in family dynamics and life and relationships in general. It's so important. Yeah, it's really hard. Now, this is great. And there are some families that even if it's a little bit different, will mm-hmm. be happy to function within this. Sure. But there are also families that are not going to understand this at right. all. Totally. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to someone in that situation? I've tried to be nice. I've tried to set boundaries. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, I know. <laughs> I would take a deep breath if that question was coming my way. Um, I think I would try to ask the person what they feel they need mm. in those moments and what's important to them and how can we, you know, set them up for success. So what would that look like to not violate your own boundary? What would mm. that look like? What, and tell me why that feels hard. Because sometimes that's really hard if you're a pleaser, and even if you're not a pleaser, but you just love the person who's trying to sure. push that boundary or whatever. You're really uncomfortable with tension or disappointment, yeah. and knowing that my boundary is disappointing you is really hard it's for really me. hard, yeah. yeah. So I think I would probably try to dive into that a little bit more and ask them 
why that mm. feels hard and ask them if they can sit with that discomfort so that they can still honor their own needs. Sure. Now, if they can't, that's okay. Yeah, which is going to be okay. harder, sitting in the discomfort right. or... Or pushing yourself. your typical, yes, yeah. or, or re- reliving the typical, you know, holiday extravaganza, yes, yes. which is yes. going to be harder. Yes. Which, you know what? If you have to break your own boundary because you want to do what other people are asking of you, go ahead. Yeah. It is okay. That's it a, is okay. Different, a different yeah. ballgame. That is just, a, yes, a totally different conversation. And we know that this is hard. We know that what we're talking about does not come easy. Mm-hmm. I can say it with ease. Heather can say it with ease because we both give counsel on the regular. She, as a pastor, has the privilege of doing that, and myself as a therapist, so we're comfortable in these conversations. It's not hard for me to tell someone, no, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do that, and I would still like to do this. How does that feel? Yes, and that's huge, and and I think that's a lot of what people are looking for is language. You know, it's something they may intrinsically feel, but Mm -hmm. they don't know how to articulate it in a way that others can hear it. Um, And so half the time, I feel like that is what disagreements arise over. The way we presented the information, it's the way we have communicated it. Um, And there, you know, it wasn't a way that they could hear what we were trying to say. So sometimes I feel like just really being able to Think about your own expectations and what you need before you articulate it can can help others understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now this is also one of those times of the year yeah. that can really be difficult if we have lost someone. Oh, yeah. Right? And so grief can hit real and hit hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The holidays are those big firsts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I meet with people who have lost someone near and dear to them. We talk about the fact that this whole first year of loss is going to be a year of firsts. And um, even if it's not your first, if it's your 15th, it's still hard. There are still challenges. What would you suggest for someone who might be wrestling with a year of firsts or even a year, a third year of? I would say if possible, Find your tribe and hold them tight. Mm. You are not meant to do life alone. And especially mm. when we are grieving, we need community. We Amen. Need it. Even mm-hmm. when it feels like the last thing we want, yeah. because I know sometimes as someone who has grieved herself, feeling like that burden, mm-hmm. you are not a burden. Your sadness, your loss is not a burden burden. It is part of your story. And the people who love you want to come in and be there with you through it. They want to carry you when you can't. And it's okay. It's beyond okay. I would also say, take the pressure off. Mm -hmm. You don't need to host. You don't need, unless you want to, you don't need to do all the gifting. You don't need to do all the preparing. If you are getting out of bed and showering, I am cheering you on. Yes, that's a win. So hard. Huge win. Huge win. And your whoever you're with will thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, whatever you are capable of doing in those days, in those moments, is enough. Yeah. So I think really just taking the pressure off will go so far, but really tap into your people. Yeah. They there, want to be there for you. There are times in our lives, too, where we've just said, like, hey, we're touch and go. Yeah. You know, it's going to depend on that morning, you know, (laughs) and so we love you, uh, but we may be 
calling you the day of and saying, we are just not going to make it. Um, or we may show up with those on, you yeah, know, it just, but th- that okay. grace to yourself mm-hmm. um, and having those conversations in advance. So no one is surprised. Or no offended. one is shocked. No Rolling one is offended. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but, yes. um, but they get it. Yeah. They get it. Like, Hey, where I am right now. And maybe it's, maybe it's grief and loss. Maybe it's a child who's recently been diagnosed. Um, and you know that having a child around a whole bunch of other people is going to trigger them and it's going to trigger you. And so you just need to be small right now. Um, And that is okay. okay. It's giving yourself permission um, to do what you need to do. And, um, and taking a second for some of our listeners and saying, you may be on the opposite side of this. Someone may be saying to you, we just don't know if we're going to be able to come this year. We just don't know if we can do this this year. And recognizing it's not about me. Right. It's, it's okay. not about my feelings. It's not about my expectations. I'm going to offer them grace. And knowing what it probably took for them to say that. Right. That probably took so much courage yes. and so much strength and know that it's not personal. Mm-mm. And one of the best things I know that people did for me was they stopped asking me what I needed and they started just doing things for me. Mm. That was so helpful. When someone That's really good you, to know. I'm in a tough place. I'm not going to be able to come. Of course, our first, and this is so natural, our natural reaction is say, what do you need? How can I help? There is nothing wrong. You are not a bad person for having that reaction. That is beautiful. It's your yes. empathy coming out. And if that person is saying that to you, they don't know. They don't know. They might not know. They don't. And yeah. they may say, I'm fine. You know, I just need to step away this year or whatever. But just if you can think of something small to do for that person, I want to encourage you to do that. Gosh, even go just a, long way. a handwritten note yeah, or dropping off oh a gosh. meal on the front porch that yes. they don't have to, no interaction even, Absolutely. just I'm thinking of you and here's a bag of groceries. You know, it's, yes. a it is. A $5 Venmo for a cup of coffee. Yes. Like anything, it goes so such a long It way. really does. It is those little glimpses um, that allow people who are in the midst of it to get from one glimpse to the next, yes. you know, one little glimmer to the next glimmer and to hold on to that. Um, and we do want to encourage you if you are listening right now and you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling alone or isolated or just like you don't know what's next, yeah. we want to encourage you that it will be okay. Don't hesitate to reach out. Yes. There is help available, yes. whether it's through your church community, whether it's through a mental health provider, whether it's through a friend, you don't have to do it alone. You don't. And um, here specifically at Hope, you know, we would love to put you in touch with people if we can. We would love to provide you with resources if we can. We would love to be able to say, hey, this is a great person to talk to. Um, and to partner with you as you walk through this season of life. Yes, absolutely. So, and the holidays still can hold glimmers of joy and glimmers of excitement and moments that you can see hope, right? And so sometimes when we can't see it ourselves, we have to trust other people to point it out to us. Yes. I recently learned what a glimmer was, and I have to say that was, like, so moving to me, which is just, like, these tiny moments of joy or these tiny moments of hope. It's supposed to be the opposite of a trigger. Yes. And 
I feel like ever since learning that, I'm just looking for them everywhere. Yes. I am looking for them I keep them saying, I'm going to create a whole account just yes, on yes. Glimmers. <laughs> you it's like do it. My 85,000 accounts. Yeah, yeah all the extra time I have. Yeah. But <laughs> but I do. Yeah. I feel like I need it, you know? And, and, um, and it's one of those things that I think that as we start to notice, um, you know, for me, it's ways that God just shows me he's with me. You know, those little glimmers, that piece of hope, that piece of faith, that piece of whatever that just says, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. And he is with us always, always. I think that's something, too, that I, I know when I was in the midst of my struggle, I would unintentionally, of course, forget that he was with me. Yes. And he's always with every single one of us, even when we feel really distant. And the holidays can bring that up too. Yes. Especially when we're feeling, you know, distant from others or distant from ourselves, maybe. God is always with you and there's nothing too big for him. Yeah. Nothing too big for him. Yes. He's always with us. Nothing is too big. You are so right. And we hope that those of you listening today have found some glimmer in this conversation, right? Some piece that you can hold on to. And if you are interested in continuing the conversation, I want to encourage you to do so across social media channels or reach out to us. Our contact information is available on the Meet Hope podcast page. So thank you so much and have a great holiday season. Thanks for being a part of the Hope community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at meethope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.